Greek suplex. Welcome to another edition of Thoughts Come Anywhere. Coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas. There are my cronies, my friends, my boys. I'm Aaron. You're what? My boys, my my, my cronies, my guys, man, my friends, my brothers of Wrestling Nation. Do Do we know anybody where he's at for calling his cronies that could take him out? No, that's a cronies in the most lovingly way, of course. Oh, all right. That's what I thought. No, I'm that's kidding. right. That's right. I'm coming to you from Tucson, Arizona today. I am out here on family uh, fun and celebrating my stepfather-in-law's 90th birthday this weekend. So we're down here in Tucson. But, of course, I cannot miss my time with Thoughts Count Anywhere. Sitting there, as you see at the desk, to my left. Well, everybody watching, it's their left as well. Matt Mullen. How are What's you? What's up? Sitting in the middle, taking over Chief's hot seat there, Mr. Thomas Burnett. Good morning. Good morning. And, of course, the man simply known by one word, the man himself. He is nothing but the Chief. Top of the morning. And, of course, A.A. Ron pushing all the buttons there in the studio. How's everybody's week? Do we have a good week? I have a good week. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I had, I had an excellent week. Excellent week. It was warm, humid, and eventful. <laughs> oh, and eventful. That means some stuff went down, huh? There's been a lot of weirdos and crazy people out. Oh, like that means, that means you know what that means. It's, he's got a good one lined up for us for story time there in a moment. Well, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Of course, the dial-in line, 702-329-6947-1855-502-4321 for outside the United States. In both cases, press the number one to join us. we got a lot to talk about. SummerSlam, Ric Flair's final match, and I put that in quotes because rumor has it there may be something going on with Andrade possibly. And a lot going on with that and independent news, all sorts of good stuff. But as always, Chief, you know what time it is, right? Story time with Matt. Right on Story cue. time with Matt. It is now story the distance. time with the enforcer, Matt Mo. Yes. I got two quick funny ones. It was a Thursday. I was going around the building as I was helping our new guy. And I see this this guy who's usually a pain in the butt. He's like four foot three. And he thinks he's like Mr. Tough Guy. And he was like swinging at the windows of the toy shack. So I come up behind him. I'm like, what in God's name are you doing? <laughs> and he literally looks at me and he like tries to puff off his chest. He's like, what are you going to do? And I just burst out laughing at him. And I was like. What the hell do you think you're going to do? And I was like, you know what? I'm generous today. I'll give you the first five swings, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> and he kind of, like, puffed his chest, and then he, like, stormed off. Dumbass, huh? And then another guy comes up to me. Didn't look like a bum. Didn't look crazy. Didn't think anything of it. He just comes in and he goes, I have a question for you. And I was like, all right, sure. What's up? And he was like, 
Can I trade you this Apple charger for a guitar? Well, <laughs> I kind of look at him like, do you see a guitar on me, bud? I don't. What are you talking about? Did you become and he's like all of a sudden? Uh, I guess I was. He's like, well, I need to make money, and I was like, that sounds like a personal problem. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. <laughs> He's like, well, I really need a guitar. I was like, uh, pawn shop's <laughs> like two blocks away. He goes, well, I don't have money. I was like, maybe go find a bucket, pretend you're a drummer, enough to make some <laughs> guitar money. I don't know. Well, don't they have to spe- Don't they have to like get a license to perform on Fremont Street now in those circles? Now they got to register because a lot of them were like wanted criminals at first. So now the oh. city wants to know who's in the freaking circles. Jeez. Well, well, I guess that kind of makes they sense. They don't check them for talent, as everybody can obviously tell. Because <laughs> there was one drummer. I was considering throwing his buckets across the street. That, that bad? Because he was literally just hitting them. There was no rhyme, rhythm, nothing. It was just, I'm going to pound on this goddamn pan for three hours. Oh, my gosh. That's not good. I was about to be like, here's $20 to shut the hell up and go away. <laughs> well, we're going to get there, Ronald. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, <clears throat> sister. Good morning, Tom. How you all doing today? Yeah, good morning to everybody. want to thank uh, Kev Buckler for sharing our feed on the top of Top Rope Collectibles. We thank you, TLC and family as well. That's that's my that's my uh, that's my brother up in Tennessee, Mr. Buckler. There. There you go. Good morning, Brandy. He, he he roots for Tennessee, even though he lives in Kentucky. Well, that's okay. Figure I know that Dallas, one out. Well, it's like Dallas fans not living in Dallas, so you know, kind of the same feel, I would think. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. There you go. There you have it. All right, gentlemen, it's time. Let's get started with a couple of items. I hear voices. Big rumor came out this week that WWE has... Oh, delay on the bell. Okay. Uh, uh, WWE has apparently come to an agreement with Sasha and Naomi to come back. Yet the other day I read an article that maybe is conflicting with Naomi because her contract has actually expired. There may still be some negotiation there. But with that, the announcement last night, the Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament has been brought back up. Gentlemen? I would like to see like that tournament start and then Naomi and Sasha just come out and be like, Are y'all trying to win these? And come out with the tag belts. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That, that's, that's the make sense scenario. Now that Triple H is in creative, I have like way too much optimism for all of this, <laughs> which I'm trying to keep on the down low because... WWE has been disappointing me creatively for years and years now. Well, you, you know, now that Shane is going uh, after the, uh, <coughs> the championship, you know, against Liv, I wonder who Natty's uh, tag partner will be. Oh, Shayna. Sh- it can't maybe, be Shayna. Maybe be, maybe be Lacey, since she's not doing anything anyway. Does though. anybody really want to see Natalia in this tournament? Well, they'll, they'll put her in just out of courtesy for an opportunity to get a belt, probably. But were you guys surprised that Shayna won the gauntlet last night for the, to become the number one? Not at all. As soon as I saw the graphic, I was like, Shayna's winning over just because of the whole Ronda thing. She's like, you're going to screw over my friend. I'm going to screw you over at Clash at the Castle. And I, th- I, and I think part of it is now we're starting to see different creativity. God, I can't believe I'm using that word. <laughs> Creativity 
now that uh, uh, the black and gold brand might be back. And as somebody will say, it's professional wrestling. Yes, and yes. Triple H is bringing that word back. Quick shout out to our first tweet this morning. So I, I, it said S-I-D-E, so side, I apologize. Good morning to you, and thank you for tuning in on Twitter. Yes, yeah, so Triple H reversed the decision on two words from the dictionary that now you can say wrestler, I guess, and wrestling. Yep. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. And good morning to our favorite Hawaiian, Miss Jennifer McCord, saying hello, shout out to us from uh, beautiful Hawaii this morning. Good morning, Jennifer. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Listen, uh, so, Matt, you brought up a great point, that, and, and the whole, Pat, we all have over the last couple of years about how bad creative has been. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being most, 1 being like garbage, how hopeful are you guys now that within the last couple of weeks, how hopeful are you that creative will go in the direction that the wrestling fans actually want to see, Matt? Let's start with you, 1 to 10. A scale between one and ten of how hopeful I am with creative. After last night, three hundred eighty-seven thousand. <laughs> okay, that's fair, Thomas. Ten. I'm keeping it at a five because of the history. I mean, I love Triple H and everything they did with NXT, but I'm not getting my hopes up to get disappointed like always. Thank you, Prince from Memphis, Tennessee. Chief, how about you? Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to tell you. This is how I look at it. We we've talked about a fella. Uh, who we haven't seen a lot on TV. And he came out in the first match last night, Mr. Ricochet. Mm -hmm. So uh, <coughs> at this point in time right now, uh, I'm going to give it an eight. I think, oh. there's more, I think there's more that can be done. I, and, and honestly, uh, I think it will be done. I believe uh, Mr. Ciampa is going by Tommaso Ciampa now, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. So... There's a big change. Uh, uh, you see Ricochet perform last night. Uh, uh, somebody, you know, somebody that somebody knows uh, showed up last night. So, uh, uh, you know, you might, you, you might even see somebody else coming in. And, and as we're talking now, you, you know, you never know. Naomi and Sasha, hey, you just never know what the hell's going to happen now. Absolutely. I think, I think the black and gold brand, uh, uh, we'll see more of that on the red and the blue for sure. Uh, let's hope so, because I think uh, obviously we've seen a breath of fresh air get pushed into the shows the last couple of weeks. And I think everybody's excited about that. Good morning to everybody on Twitter that's been sending us messages. We thank you. Uh, Prower, I saw one come in uh, a little bit ago from Prince, as I mentioned. There was a couple of more. Thank you to everybody on Twitter. And if you love the show as much as we think you do, and we're grateful for that, please reshare the feed on Twitter. Back to your wall, copy the link, whatever you can do. Spread the word for us on Twitter. We'd greatly appreciate it. And that's okay. A good that's a good comment Tom just put up. Hopefully Zoe yeah. Stark will win the NXT women's title. Uh, I think we're all possibly wanting that except Matt. You know, I, I, I don't think Matt would want that to happen. I don't know how to go against Mandy Rose, but I'm pretty sure Zoe's going to win the boat. There you go. And then, and then if that happens, perhaps Mandy Rose and her cronies there, they'll move up to the main roster since now we apparently the ladies uh, on the Liv Morgan side of the company need some more competition. Do we see that happening? I do. I think the cronies are, are going to be in the tag team tournament. 
Are the, uh, crony, are the cronies anything like the Thrustbusters? Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad, Chief. 11 minutes in and you brought it up. That's good. <laughs> the amount of right. memes those two would be called if they were called the Thrustbusters. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd buy the shirt. <laughs> I would buy the all of it. <laughs> the posters. Oh Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Okay, let's go on to our next topic in rumors before we go to our first break, gentlemen. Now, good the... morning, Carlos. Yes, good morning, Carlos. Now, on the flip side to all the positive that's happening, apparently rumors that some talent in WWE are afraid to lose their spot now with Triple H running the show. Who, who do you think would fall into that category for fear of losing their spot? Natalia. No. She'd have to have a spot to lose a spot. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, see, Matt read between the lines. The thing is, though, is that Natalia, being who she is within the company, the years, the respect, <clears throat> do you really think she'll get lost in the shuffle and lose a whatever spot she's in? And, and no. Greatly I was, admit, admittingly. I was being facetious. She will keep her spot in catering for sure. Yes, Mystery Ronald Young, I did see your Facebook message, sir. Um, I don't think. Yeah. I, don't think, I think the people that are scared to lose their spot are the people that were like Vince's boys, but not necessarily from like NXT or stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, I got to be honest with you. I who I'm not. A, I wasn't a big proponent of Raw or SmackDown, um, but you know, I don't really see anybody who's on TV losing the spot. They may have to work harder as a professional wrestler, not as a sports entertainer. But I don't think really anybody should be fearing losing their job. Everyone was saying, like, because Austin Theory is like Vince's boy on TV, mm-hmm. but realistically, Triple H is the one that hired him. He's so. got a, yeah. and, he, and he's got a good shtick. Yeah. Okay. He was all over NXT. He's got it. He's got a good stick. The only ones I can see like being actually scared are Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. I see Goldberg. (laughs) Because Goldberg has like blackmail photos on Vince or something. Because none of this made sense for years. Good morning, James. And Brock Lesnar only shows up like twice a year, so Triple H can be like, "You can go f off and." You don't have pictures on me. You're retiring. Bye. <laughs> morning, good Garth. Mo- yeah, good morning, Garth. Exactly. You know, it's interesting you say that, but between both of the two names that you just mentioned there, Matt, in my question there is they're not seen enough on TV anyway on a regular basis. Let's put it that way. I mean, I think Brock had a great run to leading to the match at SmackDown and, and et cetera. But how much more can how much more of a spot can they really lose because they're not on TV on a regular basis anyway. I don't they're, think Brock's going anywhere. He'll be back, like, probably for the Rumble or something. Brock's in, like, a category of his own. He's just... He's at, like, the top of the mountain of the mountain. He's not going anywhere, but... He's, like, the special attraction that... Whenever he shows up, rating goes up. And as long as ratings go up, he's... As safe as safe could be. Do you think any of the women have to worry... Somebody put in a com- somebody put in a, a comment. Uh, maybe Nikki Ash. She needs her gimmick returned back to what she was. I saw an interesting article this past week. Ten, ten wrestlers that need their gimmick changed, and Nikki's name came up. 
prominently that she needs to go back to her regular stuff, not the superhero stuff. I want to see Nikki on one list. The future endeavored list. <laughs> and, Bye. And what's... Uh, uh, and I want to see... Uh, and I hate to use it. I want to see Dewdrop be able to go back to her real name. She was another one on that list to get rid of that Dewdrop gimmick and go back to her Piper Niven. Great, great, great name for uh, for that list, Chief. I was. I'd say send Piper and Nikki back to NXT to get them reloaded. Well, but but if they're a tag team, maybe they're going to be used in the tag team tournament. They can. They Isn't can. there what's there going to be eight teams? Is that what I heard last night? Eight teams, I Probably. believe. Probably. I mean, they can be in a tournament, but then they can just go back to go down to NXT to rehome their craft and get back over. Yeah. Because Nikki was good in NXT. Well, so was Piper. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, Absolutely. I don't disagree with you there. All right, gentlemen. Uh, according to my clock here in Arizona, I think we are about ready to go to our first break. When we come back, everybody, we're going to dive into SummerSlam and their and our thoughts on last week's card. Chief's getting warmed up. He's got a rant coming at the bottom of the hour, so you're not going to want to miss it. You're watching Thoughts Cut Anywhere coming to you from Tucson, Arizona, and Las Vegas. We appreciate you hanging with us. TCA, we'll be right back. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends and Thoughts Count Anywhere. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching this. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zoo, from the hit movie Friday, and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Favari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning, Thoughts Count Anywhere. This is the story of one man's incredible journey. From 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long running Vegas Unwrapped radio show and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. Studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. I am on remote in Tucson this morning, but nonetheless, here to enjoy conversation of wrestling. Gentlemen, are we ready to jump into SummerSlam? Of course. Heck yeah. 
All right, let's do it. I don't know how many of our predictions that we made last week uh, came through. I hope our historian kept track, but then again, he didn't have his notepad to write anything down. So Guess I what's not that. here this week either. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Anyway. It's memory, people. Memory. All right, so who did we? Okay, so let's go right at it for the opening bout. Let's talk about the match first. Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch to retain. Let's talk about that first before we talk about what happened afterwards. So the match itself, gentlemen. That was a really good match. They both worked really hard, and they put on one hell of a performance. That was a great match, and I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I said Bianca was going to retain getting her revenge from last year's SummerSlam. There you go. You did call Chief? that. I didn't watch it. Oh, that's right. You didn't watch. That's right. Nope. Well, I was Thomas you and I. You a hell of a pay-per-view. You did. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Did you Why watch you, that garbage that was on Sunday? Nope. Oh, that's good. At least you save your money on that. There you go. I, so, gonna, I wouldn't tell him if I did or didn't. <laughs> no. You heard the words Von Eric and Rock and Roll Express. I'm sure it's been playing over and over and over <laughs> again. I'm, I'm glad to see Bianca. I'm glad to see Bianca retain the belt. I think, uh, you know, the question is now. Who does she go up against next? Gee, I wonder who. Huh, I wonder. I wonder. Does it rhyme with Haley? I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'll tell you, the, the situation with Becky's shoulder, and, and I, I know you have it on the sheet. We'll talk about all of that, too. Yeah, how come you're jumping? No, because it came to my head right now. Um, That's a Thomas and I, I know, Thomas and I were messaging throughout SummerSlam and I, mess I mentioned to him, I heard a pop happen after Bianca did a shoulder move of some kind. Um, she did. She was using Jade Cargill's finisher, the jaded, and Becky landed wrong. Right. And I heard the pop, and I'm like, oh, boy, this did not sound good, but she continued the match, um, whatnot. So separated shoulders, is that normal, the amount of time that I think it was mentioned that she's going to be out? How, how long did they say? Several months. Uh, they said she might need surgery, though. I th <laughs> I believe, if I remember right, from somebody that somebody that somebody we know, I think it's uh, like eight to ten weeks. Yeah. Okay. Something like that, I believe. So they said she might now, need surgery, so it might be like three oh, or four months. Yeah. If, if surgery is going to be involved for that separated shoulder, yeah, that will definitely extend the time. Uh, but it did not sound good. I heard the pop. Uh, or the crack, or whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh, crap. I was waiting for an X to go up, or right. not go up, but something to slow down the match to check on her. But, okay, so, yes, Bianca retained, revenge, perfect. Now, And you, and you know what? I got to say yes. something. That yeah. match was professional wrestling. Yes. Not and it was a hot match to start the car, too. When, 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 you, when you have a wrestling... When, when both wrestlers are healthy and then you have a wrestler get hurt in the ring, that, my friends, is professional wrestling. That's not sports entertainment. That's professional wrestling. Right on. All right, so let's talk about the ending of the match. All of a sudden, as, Becky, as Bianca is celebrating, we hear somebody's music. And quite frankly, the crowd popped very nicely for Bailey coming out. And then all of a sudden... She's got two other people coming out with her, Dakota Kai and uh, um, 
EO Sky. EO Sky. Thank you. EO Sky. And that's what confused us because we heard the announcer say Sky a few times and we thought there was a, mis- a mispronunciation. But lo and behold, now she's under a new moniker. Now all three get in the ring. And I think the next surprise was obviously what happened next, Thomas. What happened after that? Becky turned back babyface, which is what we all wanted, and stood side by side by Bianca. But it was Thoughts still on that happening? Was, yeah, it was still three on two, though. The heels sort of attacked their asses. Yeah, but did, well, you, did you expect that to happen? Okay. No, no one expected any of that to happen, no. And see, that was, that's, I did watch the show. And that's uh, <laughs> that's the great part of it. Damn, I was mm. gonna give you so much shit. None of this whole part. <laughs> n- none of us expected it. No, that that was perfect. You know, and so that was the start of the creative writing, right yeah, there. Yeah, it was. That yes. point, right when there. When Bailey first came out, I thought we were legit gonna get a repeat of last year's SummerSlam when she finally beats Becky, and uh, then Bailey's like, "I'm back. I'm challenging you for the title right now." Yeah. And Bianca immediately loses it. That would have sucked and ruined. But the amount of momentum, I popped legitimately when Dakota Kai came out. I I was so happy she got re-signed. Oh yeah, total. I I I totally agree with you. And and I you know you said it all fair, and I'm gonna say it on there. I think Gargano and his wife need to be re-signed. Oh, I'm sure they will be now. Yeah, we can reform our way. I'm gonna have to do something crazy on our website now. Uh-oh. That shirt I love so much that says WWE Creative Writing, fuck it. I'm going to have to take it down and replace it with something cool. Oh. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have to put a line through it or something. That's yeah. what I was just thinking. You take that out and you put the circle line through it and, and <laughs> actually mention that it's not a bad thing. So you, that's a great and, yeah, and you know the... the, the uh, yeah, that one. The, um, the interesting po- part is... I wonder how much of the wrestlers that are in the back that are agents mm-hmm. are being given the lateral leniency now to write storylines with wrestlers. It would make sense if they have some leeway to work. Of course, we know uh, Michael P.S. Hayes is back there and um, uh, uh, TJ's back there. He's part of. Yeah. He does a lot with the women's matches. Yeah. So it, w- it would make a lot of sense. You know, again, it's like I always say: if you want your house painted, you don't call the plumber. If you want nope. the best script writing, why not have somebody who's been in the ring performing, helping to develop what goes on? Well, after after seeing something I watched, I, I you know three three quarters is kicking in, but I think the, <laughs> I th- I think, turning into seven I think the fellow <laughs> that they need to bring back to work with the women is Fit Finley. Well, didn't he sit? Was he he's let go? The one, he's, he's the one that has done the. He's the one that let that taught the women to be professional wrestlers back when it was Trish Stratus and Lita and them. Okay, right. that's what's needed today. Bring bring Dave back and let him work with the women. And make him really creative. He's the one that like started it, but every woman interview we hear and they talk about TJ, I don't think they ever want to lose TJ because he's like the best producer for the women I think they've ever had. Hey, I'm you know, I I I just want to see the products keep going. 
All of them. Not well, just not just WWE. I mean all of them. But TJ can still produce. Maybe just bring Finley back for the performance center to help train the women. We no. need to move forward, not backward. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a good move. That'd Keep them at the retirement home when we got TJ. We're good. <laughs> I'm wondering. You, I'll bet you could still get in the ring and whip some ass, though. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Well, if Flair could get back in the ring at 73, I'm sure Finley can, can do just as, just as yeah. well, if not better. But yes. you guys mentioned it was a three-on-two situation. I'm wondering, given what happened oh, to... Man. we missed something. What? You, you got an early Christmas present. My wife is evidently in the room. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, dun, dun, boy. Dun. TCA just became G-rated. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm wondering when the three ladies came in the ring, if there might have been a scrum, minor scrum, Bailey steps back, the other two ladies get into it with Becky and Bianca, but because of her shoulder, I'm just wondering if that didn't happen because of, I thought, too, there was going to be a three-on-two scrum. Maybe, but maybe you, it didn't you, happen because of, of her shoulder issue. You're saying something might have happened on the fly? No, no, no. That it might have been scripted. And then, yes, on the fly, not doing it. You know, like exactly. Bailey could have sent – yeah, Bailey could have sent the other two to go against those guys. Bailey could have stepped back. And then all of a sudden, you know, now you're not going to do that because of Becky's shoulder. Maybe that part, like you just said, Chief, on the fly was called off yes. to prevent any further injury. But it, it was interesting to see that dynamic. Now, unfortunately, we're not going to see the dynamic grow – with um, Bianca and Becky at this point because of the obvious injury. So it'll be interesting to see how they further that along, or do they start going one-on-one -on -one with Bailey and Bianca with the two ladies outside, but we know they're going to get involved regardless. Well, on Raw, they, they added, they took Becky out, and then they added Alexa and Oscar to the mix. So they changed Good the whole point. creative direction. I can see if the actual like tournament goes on like without Sasha and Naomi. I can see it being Oscar and Alexa. Alexa versus Dakota and Io Sky in the finals. That would work. That'd be awesome. That's that's a that's a great point to having them come in. All right, let's talk about one other match before we get to the rant. So, folks, don't go away. We're going to have Chiefs rant coming up here in a few minutes. Me, now me, let's me. talk. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about the next match. Logan Paul defeated The Miz. Okay. I got to tell you, for one, and I'm skeptical about Logan Paul getting in there, not a pro wrestler. He, he impressed me a lot more in that match than I thought I would be impressed with him. I thought he was great. Uh, the, the splash was ridiculous or redunculous, as they would say. Um, I thought it was a good match, and he showed me something. And Miz, I thought, losing to his own move was icing on the cake. Gentlemen? I agree. That was Logan Paul really impressed me. He's if he wanted to do this full time, he could he could do it full time and have no problems. And the Miz losing to the Skull Crossing finale was a nice icing on the cake. You didn't see that one coming either. I didn't either. As soon as he hit it, and I was like, "There's no way he's gonna pin him." What what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but Logan Paul showed out. That was crazy. Mm -hmm. Hey, who, who's, who's that guy that uh, wrestled the Miz before he's uh Bad Bunny. Yeah, I want to see Logan Paul and Bad Bunny become a tag team. And oh. Johnny Knoxville oh in a triple threat. And Johnny Knoxville. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. I, 
Trap Ching. I thought you were going to say you want to see Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny. No. In a rat trap match. No. <laughs> you guys kill me. You guys kill me. <laughs> My God. You're in Arizona. Like what you going to do about it? I'll be back next week. Anyway, the rat trap, <laughs> the rat trap could fall right here on Knoxville, and I'd be happy. Anyway. All right, you know what time it is, gentlemen. We're at the bottom of the uh, hour. This is everybody's favorite part of the show. It is time now for the Chiefs rant. Good morning, everybody. It is the Chief. My three minutes of fame is now 2.58. I am going to talk on a serious note today. We have a, uh, a professional wrestler back in my era, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Just got finished. 39 treatments of cancer treatment for his prostate cancer. And on Monday, he got to ring the bell down in South Carolina. Thank you, thank you. Um, He got to ring the bell Monday saying that uh, he was cancer-free from his prostate cancer. You know, it's... uh, it's something that, uh, it's, it's not a joking matter. Uh, all of us, both men and women, we should always be checked out for cancer, uh, at least once a year. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to say that we, uh, we're gonna have the old hacksaw around uh, for a long, long time to go. So uh, shout out to you, Hacksaw. Congratulations. I'm glad you're cancer-free. That's the Chiefs rant this week, over and out. Well said, Chief, absolutely. So thoughts and prayers, and big congratulations goes out to, to him. I think, gentlemen, I think you ought to follow that up with a big ho there you go. Talk about I, I somebody kicking out loud. a two a couple times over and over. Jeez. <laughs> I, I couldn't do mine too loud because I don't want the neighbors in the neighboring rooms to come knocking on my door. So I'm glad you guys picked it up. Okay. Let's get back into the, uh, the card. Bobby Lashley. I'm hearing my echo back in the studio. I don't know if somebody's phone got turned up or volume is turned up. No. Bobby Lashley defeated Theory to retain the U.S. championship. My phone is off. Squash. Aaron, I'm, Aaron, I'm hearing my voice feedback there in the studio somewhere, and it's just started, so just FYI. Yeah, squash match. Now, did that put anybody's thought into their head about what might happen with the briefcase? Not that I want to go there yet, but when he lost, what did that do for thinking about cashing in on the briefcase? Oh, it did everything for it because he got out of there quickly. He didn't want to get hurt, and he, he immediately tapped to the hurt lock to make sure he didn't get hurt to cash in later. It was a quick match, and it was early in the card, so you know he had time to recover and 
do whatever he needed to do for the main event. I thought for sure he was going to cash in at that point. Chief? I have no comment on that match. Okay. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Right. The, next, the next match. That, the Mysterios. I'll comment on. The Mysterios defeated the Judgment Day after <clears throat> interference from a returning edge. Yeah, Chief, it's great you say that because there's a lot to unpack in this match. So go ahead, Chief. You start us off. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, the Mysterios were due for number one, okay? It was going to happen. I think we could all see that it was going to happen. Um, glad to see Edge come back. Glad to see Edge put the spear on. Um, you know, is, there, is, is the faction of the Mysterios and Edge now going to go against... Judgment Day. There's been so much talk of this Dominic Mysterio turn that that's all I'm ever looking for when the Mysterios are in the <laughs> ring now. Well, after what happened on Raw, I don't know if they're even going to be a trio. I, uh, the, the thing that's got me puzzled is Rhea. That's the one that's got me puzzled. If, if not... Not saying that she can't handle herself because she can. Um, and some jokesters like to say she looks more like a man than she does a woman. And if she looks like a man, I need to rethink a lot of things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I, man, I, I appreciate that so much. I really, because you know I like her, man. You know that. So I, I do appreciate that comment. I wanted to say something else, but... You did it a lot better. Um, you know, so seeing the Mysterios and Edge, but then seeing... Um, Bowler and Priest. Bowler and Priest. Does somebody else come into their faction to where it could be a six-man then? Could be. They I, mean, could, I mean, they could always... Hunter could always bring someone up from NXT and, and slot them in there with Judgment Day. But after Eggs spare Dominic, what's... I mean, we all saw Ray walks the replay on the, on the Titantron, but we'll probably just forget, forget that ever happened, that Ray saw it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's probably going to be tensions right away between Eggs and Ray. Yeah. Ray's got it out for Dominic, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. where does this leave? Where does this leave Judgment Day? They, you know, um, in a direction. I, I, I almost see them as a faction that could either keep growing, or almost kind of be written off and being done with. Because once they made the change from Edge to Finn, because of Cody going out and needing a big face, and hence Edge coming back now as a face, the Brood entrance, however, leaves much to be desired from the standpoint of whether that's something that could continue successfully that type of entrance over the long haul. However, where does this leave Judgment Day's creative direction? Like Chief said, is it a matter of someone else coming in and going three on three? Um, there's a lot, lot of question there about the longevity of the Judgment Day for how it is right now, in my opinion. Judgment Day's been a, been a waste since I got rid of, since I took Edge out of the group. Could Judgment Day, let me throw this one out. Could Tommaso Ciampa possibly join Judgment Day. I think he's in for a big singles push just off of Triple H 
Okay. I think he's getting his old theme music back and his okay. old gimmick back. So I hope so. I, I can even see him winning the U.S. title on Monday. I would hope Ciampa wins the title on, on Monday. That would be great. As soon as he gets rid of wearing Mrs. Colors, I think. Because he didn't look very good in Mrs. Colors the no, other night. No, he doesn't look True. good in colors at all, no. No, mm-hmm. not, not his style. He needs to right, let... Miz on his head. <laughs> that, and that'll probably be part of the turn. I hope if so. His, if he is being considered to possibly join Judgment Day, you have to be. So that would almost kind of make sense. I think so. All right, let's go on to the next match. Pat McAfee defeated Happy Corbin. I Thoughts, have, gentlemen? I have two words. <laughs> Just two words. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) That was another good match. Other than McAfee almost killing himself. Yeah. Slipping on the ropes twice. Well, it just goes to show they're... He saved himself. They're slippery. But yes, he did a great job. Yes, Matt, that's a great point. He did a great job recovering from the slip at the top rope um, and was able to finish the move successfully. So that's a great point. Do we think we see it? I mean, McAfee obviously is almost a gimmick wrestler in that he'll wrestle periodically. Is that good or bad for the product? I mean, we have Brock Lesnar who wrestles periodically, but not that I'm putting them in the same category. But McAfee getting into the ring, is that a good or bad thing? As long as he's not in a title picture, it's fine. And after watching okay. SmackDown, this feud with Corbin ain't over yet. I think it's a good thing. It's not like he's ever like out of mind because he's always on commentary and he's the best color commentator in wrestling. Oh yeah. Did I mean? Did you guys didn't get to see SmackDown last night? But uh, it was funny when he got up on the top of the desk and he threw the football to Ricochet in the uh, in the ring, and then Ricochet threw it back to him. McAfee signed it, and then he kicked it off. He actually kicked it off the announce table oh, shit. into into the uh, into the fans. Oh wow! Yeah, that was so somebody cool. so somebody got a football signed by McAfee. Oh yeah! Night. I have I have breaking news, gentlemen. I have breaking news that now that Elizabeth Miller is saying goodbye in the chat room, we can now return to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, my dear. Be safe. Bye, Liz. Thank you for all your support, too, Liz. We appreciate it. All right, let's grab one more match before we go to our second break here. Let's talk about the Usos defeating the Street Profits to retain the undisputed tag match. Um, did not live up to the level of Money in the Bank. It was still a very strong, solid match. Thomas and I were once again messaging through this match, and you could just see the build of Montez Ford being so frustrated with the near counts, the near falls, his faces. I almost thought at the end when they were sitting in the middle of the ring, you could see his face again. I thought right then and there he was going to turn and do something to Dawkins and, and finally do the split. Gentlemen? I think it could be Dawkins I can turn because Dawkins, oh. can always, Dawkins can always say, look, dude, you hit that stupid frog splash. You went a million feet in the air, hurt your ribs, and that cost us the, t- the titles because it took you another 30 seconds to make the cover. So I can see Dawkins getting pissed over that. Gentlemen? I see Anybody go else? Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. I see Montez Ford becoming like a big star in the next couple of years himself. Mm-hmm. But I think it's coming just off like what happened on Raw with like the whole Seth Rollins thing. 
they're like inching towards it. I think it's going to be like a slow burn up until the turn, but could they, big things are in store for Montez could Ford. They, could they hold this off until the Rumble? Like could. Ford eliminates Dawkins, and then there's a turn. Dawkins turns on Ford. I could see that. Interesting to see because I think there's a lot of room for it, and much like the separation of Dominic turning on Ray, I think this turn has also been brewing. And could you imagine if both of these turns happen at the same time? Possible? I don't think Hunter will do that because then they'll overshadow each other. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering if, if um, Montez needs to go down to NXT and hone his singles craft a little bit uh, away, f away from a tag team and him possibly challenging the Intercontinental Champion down at NXT um, to... Uh, Gunther on SmackDown? Huh? That, that, that's why I was just looking at you like, I mean, like, what? I was like, what? Gunther's on SmackDown. No, no. Go down and... Go he said go down to NXT and challenge the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, you said he'll go, go down to NXT. Yeah, well, what the hell's the belt down there? Besides the champion, no, no, the North other American. one, North American, the North, Amer the North American, North American. Excuse me, <clears throat> to go down and challenge the North American, uh, just to get some singles experience. Because you, Aaron, know, I, could you put that last message back up? I'm sorry, Chief. Go that's all right, buddy. Because they, uh, you know, everything that they're doing since they come up has been tag team. Yeah. If they break them up, they're going to need some single experience. So. Uh, I, gentlemen, as, as long as you're talking about NXT yeah, for a go second, ahead, go ahead. I just want to I just want to recognize from Twitter, random bot of random, he mentions Indy Hartwell will become the next NXT Women's Champion. Thank you, we appreciate that, random. Your thoughts on that prediction? Incorrect, Zoe Stark. Yeah, that was very <laughs> random from, ra from random no, bot of random. I, I agree with Matt. I think I think it's going to be Zoe. It sounded Stark. like a bot that was. Typing nonsense. I, th I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I think Zoe deserves it. And uh, hopefully Sean's going to do the right thing down in NXT. We'll see uh, next week, I guess. All right. Real quickly, before we go to that break, one quick uh, other thing from SummerSlam. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Riddle, who was not, not expected, Rollins was not supposed to be seen at summer uh, the event. All of a sudden, Riddle comes in. Challenges Rollins to come out. We see a whole scrum where Seth put Riddle out, and presumably these two are going to meet overseas next, I guess, what, next month in September when they have the, uh, the clash out there. This Your thoughts on this, on, the thoughts on this little segment? Makes for a good storyline. Yeah, just, just as good as the fire. They've been, they're trying to, like, egg it on until Clash at the Castle, but it was kind of cool just to see him come out and be like, I'll take you out right now, and then Seth Rollins just lays him out and leaves. Rollins took him out. Uh, and he ended it with a stomp, if memory serves, as well, correct? Yeah, because yep. yeah, I made a big deal uh, out of it. Right. Good morning, Nick. Yeah, yeah, good morning, Nick, and everybody in the chat room. Listen, we're going to step aside for our second break. Two more things we'll talk about off of uh, SummerSlam, and then we'll move into more news and notes around the world of professional wrestling. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. We greatly appreciate you hanging with us, whether you're on the Go Live Vegas mobile app. Thank you very much to everybody out there. Twitter, Facebook, and any other platform. We appreciate it. TCA, we'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey. 
from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to TCA Thoughts Count Anywhere. We appreciate it. I saw Chief, there was getting warmed up. I've been doing my chief exercises even here in Tucson. Uh, get it ready to warm up. We appreciate everybody checking in. 702-329-6947. Use the hashtag ThoughtsCutAnywhere if you are on Twitter, as many people have. We appreciate it. There you go. Uh, chief, what is the price now for you to send money for people to buy your CD and become a member on your OnlyFans? Buck 250 Yeah. Wow. I'll take 100 Two, two, two cases. Limited, gonna... limited quantities available. <laughs> Operators are standing by. No, they're not On actually. Teletype. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> Liv Morgan defeated Ronda Rousey in what some would consider a little bit of an issue. Tap. Pin, what's your thoughts on a relatively quick match at this for, for that title at that point in the card? Uh, Liv tapped out. Now the fans are turning on her. So the fairy tale and the fairy tale might be coming to an end soon. I was literally pacing up and down Heart Attack Grill watching this match. I was like, I swear to God, Liv better not lose this match. I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> well, here's the question. We're I mean we're looking now. She, at her arm that she has in a, a sling or whatever you want to call it. She's going to go up against one of the best manipulators of body parts right. that I, the WWE has in Shayna Baszler. So Aaron, can you put that message back up there from Ryan? I'm sorry, Chief. This is an interesting that's, point. That's go a, ahead. That's okay. So I'm just going to ask the question. Is Shayna going to get the push now and defeat Liv? Well, Ryan, Burial Squad on Twitter, at 9Sniper says, I don't care how the crowd feels about Liv yesterday, which, of course, is referring to SmackDown. 
she did great at SummerSlam and still, I'll say it, why not? Long distance. Fuck, fuck Ronda. Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think people were generally upset by Liv getting booed last night from backstage. But I as, think people are upset by that. But as I said to, as I said to Thomas during the break, she did get booed. But if you listen to the whole segment, there was another part of it in there where the fans started cheering for her. So, yeah, there were some that booed her. There were some that cheered her. Uh, the fans pay their ticket prices and have their tickets. They have a right to do what they want to do in their seat. That's, yeah. how, that's how I look at it. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. As long as they don't jump the rail, they can do whatever they want. Now, how long do we expect Ronda to be out with this quote-unquote suspension? In your guys' mind? I say she's back for Extreme Rules in October. Okay. I say she's somehow okay. back for Clash at the Castle. I don't see this lasting a couple weeks. So she takes out, she takes Shayna's place? Or? I have no then, idea. Does she take Shayna out then for the opportunity to wrestle Liv at Clash? That's what I just asked Matt. I don't think she takes her out. She's just like, you know you're my girl. I won this match so you can get a revenge, and here's your match. Good morning, Sean. We, uh, we appreciate you checking the show after work, man. We, we love you and miss you. Sorry. That's, uh, that's a good, good storyline right there. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I, are, hey, Triple you, A, tire me. I'm good, full, of, full of good ideas. <laughs> do you think that Ronda and Shayna is almost like a Lashley-Brock style match because of the MMA background and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I, I, that would be... I mean, Ronda versus Shane would be a hell of a bout. In but wrestling, yes. In MMA, it wouldn't even be kind of a competition. Ronda's like okay. a billion times better than Shayna ever was. Yeah. So within the rest, But within the wrestling ring, would that be something you think fans would want to see, the two of them in the ring? I don't think either one of them have a lot of knowledge on wrestling moves. Maybe MMA moves, but not wrestling moves. So I really don't think it would make for a good match. Okay. Just I think it makes for a great match, and I've wanted to see it since no. they've both been in the same no. company. Yeah, it would almost be, how about a, how about a mixed tag? <laughs> Brock and pick one, Ronda or Shayna, takes on Lashley and the other in a, in a intergender match, mixed tag match. Why not have it Brock in one against Goldberg in one? <laughs> That's fine, too. <laughs> Some horrible ideas today. I know it. Oh, I've been hanging goodness. around you too long. Oh, my God. I've never All said right, a last... good thing about Goldberg <laughs> in a hot while. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's not 1999. Hey. All right, let's get to the last point here on SummerSlam before we run out of the first hour. Roman Reigns defeated Lesnar in a last-man-standing match to retain the undisputed title. Um, I thought it was a great match. I got news for as many times as Brock kept getting up at the end of that match. I thought it was going to happen. I thought he was going to win after just being buried by the Usos, literally being buried at the end. Tractor came out, and Thomas, I don't know how far in advance of it actually happening, but I messaged to Thomas, I bet he's going to take that front loader and try to do something and turn over the, the ring, and sure yeah. enough, what, Thomas, like 
five minutes later, yeah, it happens. Yeah, probably like around there. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah. That I thought crazy. they were going to use a tractor for the finish. I thought like Roman was going to like put the actual like dump thing on Brock's like chest and be like, he ain't getting up now. I thought, but I thought it was going to be the other way around. Brock does that to Roman where he can't get That's up. That's what I thought. I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great match. Um, you know, one of the reasons Ronda and Liv went short was because of the length of the Logan Paul and uh, Miz match from what I read. But given the length of time, I was worried about the time on the main event as I was watching the clock. This show went over well over three hours, which normally doesn't happen. But obviously, they let this play out to the full, what, 20 or so minutes, guys, right? Yeah, yeah SummerSlam went long. Like The big four are always going to go long. Well, at least SummerSlam and WrestleMania will always go long. Yeah. Now, I'm going to segue into what we saw last night on SmackDown. Um, Chief, let's start with you. We see the return of... Our fan favorite, many favorite, the love child of Brandy. We know that. Um, <laughs> Killer Cross, Carrier Cross, Scarlet, they made their return last night. Where does he now fit into the picture, you guys think, with Drew and Roman, especially with Clash coming up next month? Right into the title picture. I think uh, not knowing exactly. Um, I think one of the belts sooner than later will probably be around his waist. I think the key was last night after he attacked uh, our boy Drew, Miss Scarlet, then put the time hourglass the hourglass in the ring mm-hmm. and ca- and uh carrying god damn it i hate that kevin pointed up <laughs> to roman and uh the usos as like delivering a message saying uh, i'm coming for you mm-hmm. that that's my impression okay i have and i'm gonna say it I have no inside information at all. I'm just giving you my opinion. And even if I did have inside information, I would not put it out to you all. No to in- the general public. No insider trading from Chief. <laughs> I don't think anybody saw that coming this quickly. No. There was like rumors all day of like Cross possibly talking to WWE. <laughs> He and was all waiting of this, for the phone then, to like, ring. Four hours later, he's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This came out of the blue. Yeah. I, was at, yeah, I, saw I was working, and I was watching the end of SmackDown. I was like, I'm going to turn on SmackDown real quick. And it was like the end segment. And I was like, let's see what happens between Drew and Roman. And then I heard the music. I was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's not what I think it is. Uh, and then you see the Scarlet. And I was like, <gasps> yep. You almost had a heart attack at Heart Attack Grill. Uh, you know, almost made the news. <laughs> as, as, as I, the one thing that I wonder, um, and I, you know, I have no knowledge on on uh, contracts or anything like that. I haven't talked to Kevin and Scarlett. The one thing I wonder is, knowing Kevin 
like I do and knowing Scarlett like I do. Somebody got a raise. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope that they're allowed to finish their agreements that they've made with other organizations on the independent circuit. That they're allowed to perform and 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 do their signings and things like that before they actually are back to WWE full-time yes he doesn't even have anything coming up does he he's an icon of uh he's in philly today he just uh they just announced for wrestle WrestleCon in uh charlotte in november plus uh-huh. he's got he's supposed to do uh breaking news P- canceled uh, <laughs> <laughs> wwe's gonna call and be like Oh, you got it for the cool price. Now you have our future WWE champion. Plus, now you have to pay the office price. Plus, I think uh, PWG out in Cali in October, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's canceled. I think he's on the uh, show for that. So, yeah, well, I, you know, Brent. I'm I'm sorry. Brandy brings up a great point, and and I saw it this morning. Kevin's merchandise is up on WWE Shop. So would that not indicate that he's quote unquote full time with WWE? Yeah, he could. I mean, you would think, but Triple H could be like, "I know you have all these bookings. Maybe, maybe the thing has, maybe everything has changed, and like they'll let some of these guys do independent bookings and and stuff." Has the has the forbidden door been finally yeah. opened by Triple H? With that, I'm going to leave that thought. We got to close out hour number one, gentlemen. When we come back, hour number two, we got a lot to talk about. Rick Flair's night last week, a lot of independent news in and around Vegas, otherwise elsewhere, and hopefully your continued comments on all our platforms. As always, we greatly appreciate you checking out Thoughts Can Anywhere. We appreciate it. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth, over here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count, anyway. This is the essential character EC3 on behalf of my dear friends and thoughts count anywhere. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Kostaus, aka Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse former Finesse Division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zoo, from the hit movie Friday, 
and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Tavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demo in. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning Thoughts Count Anywhere. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere, hour number two kicking in. Gentlemen, I can't believe we have one hour already in the books. And now we're getting ready for hour number two. You seem to be missing somebody as we start hour number two. Did you guys I kill him? I booted his ass. Our, no, I'm our, just kidding. Our historian had us step outside to, uh, field, ah. to field a phone call. Oh, gotcha. Okay. He had to check some sources. Yeah. He didn't like. <laughs> he had a what? He didn't like my sources, so he's checking oh. his own. Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. Hey, listen. We want to thank everybody for tuning in, no matter where you're listening to us. Hopefully, our friends at UWW Ultimate Women of Wrestling are listening, tuned in. By the way, I just want to let everybody know we're still waiting word on any news for UWW number three. We hope that news will be forthcoming soon. So let's give a shout out to the folks. Uh, Jennifer and, of course, Tom and Winter and Alex and everybody involved with UWW. Shout out to them and all their fans as well. We appreciate them. And as uh, soon as news comes up for WW Tree, then uh, we'll be happy to let everybody know when the news breaks as well. All right, gentlemen, let's turn into some news on the general WWE front, if you'd like. Um, we just talked about Cross making the return. Talent. Now, let's talk about the first bullet. Triple H tells talent that they're no longer scripting promos and giving wrestlers more creative freedom on the mic. I can't imagine that's 100% for everybody across the board. Do you? I could see that. I can see him just be like, here's the bullet points you need to get across. You're a freaking professional. Do your job. Okay. Chief? I think it's... I. I... You know, you look at it, and I think that um, he wants them to be able to beat up a microphone. Yeah, I was. <laughs> sit down. Uh, he was. He was. Uh, he's he's trying to teach him how to use mic skills and go out and cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Okay, he. he I say he, but it's actually... Pronouns, pal. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's actually both of them are giving them the creative freedom to do what they want on the mic. And if people don't know how to use it, well, you know what? That might be the people that are going back down to NXT and learn how to use a microphone. This is gonna be, this is gonna probably mess with a lot of people because I'm sure a lot of like these wrestlers have been so used to be like, oh, I'll go in on Monday, get my three page script, remember it. They're just so used to doing that, to memorizing lines that they're like, hold on, I have to actually make something up now. Yeah. That's why it's called. <laughs> yeah. That's why, my friend, it's called creative freedom, and I think we saw some of the best creative freedom with a friend of ours that came back last night. Wait till they give him a microphone. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> this, this is going to sound a little, little off the beat regarding don't Kevin. Say it. It, it, don't say no, it. No, I'm going, I'm going to anyway. No. I'm going to anyway. Okay. Um, I'll say it and then ask for forgiveness later. 
Do you think in Kevin's re, re, uh, reappearing last night, he looked, oh, he looks awesome anyway. Are they going to shave his head? Did he look more meaner when, he was, when his head was shaved, or are they going to let him keep the hair as part of his return? It's a, it's a, it sounds like a crazy question, but it, let's face it, it is all about presentation, isn't it? I think they'll let him keep the hair. He's been growing it out for a while. I like what okay. Matt Cardona said about him. He goes, I went up to cross at a <laughs> – Cardona was like – I went up to cross during like a Comic-Con, and I told him to fuck off, and Cross was like, what did you just say? And he was like, how dare you have that goddamn bald head and you grow out your hair and you have that nice of a hair. How dare you? (laughs) 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 He's like, man, that's funny from Cardona. He's lucky that Scarlett didn't jump his ass. (laughs) (laughs) That comments, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got the chief cam. Look at that. I'll leave it. Look at that. Yeah, the chief's in the house. Chief Cam is up and running. All right. So it was just a, it was a question because we know how much everybody loved him in the suit, the the night like suit. So I was just thinking about his presentation. Anyway, oh, the, the rock what? French coat and the, wait, all the what? His presentation. The what did you say though? Nobody liked him coming on stage in the night like gear that he had on. I'm being nice. Many oh, other it's people a gimp called mask. it. You mean you mean the one that I told Thomas that it lo- really looked like demolitions outfits. Yes, back in the yes, you and did say that. that. Of course, I've heard. To me, I heard other things. It, to me, that's what it looked like. You know, old Vincey. That's what he was trying to portray. I think was uh, demolition. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going the PG way. It was bondage. It didn't work. Yes. <laughs> okay. See, it I didn't, didn't want to say that, Matt. <laughs> that's okay. We can say it. We can say it. Hey, I, I had a, you stole a thought of mine before uh, we went to commercial, and I just want to put it out. I think a women's tag team, a great women's tag team, would be Renee Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez? No, Renee, her <laughs> original name. And my the views f- and thoughts of Chief do not recognize and thoughts count favorite. anywhere and all of our sponsors are <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> And my favorite, I think they would make a hell of a tag team. Renee and another name can I think of for Rhea Ripley? That's her, Rhea Ripley. That'd be a hell of a that that'd be a hell of a tag team. Renee and Buddy Murphy's girl. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now there's one. There's one lucky guy right there. I'll tell you that much. Hey, you know what? I got to, I got to meet I got to meet Rhea at. Uh, at an, another event that I will remain nameless because I don't want anything said, so we'll leave that alone. But I got to tell you, she's very nice. What is it with you and them? I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name places. She's I know. I feel nice. like it's Mandalay a Bay. She's, van, very, she's very nice. Very she's nice. dating like a guy like from uh, AEW. Yeah. We're, so. we're not allowed to say that name either. Those letters. What's AEW? I'll put oh, a bet double or nothing on it that I know where it was from. Mandalay Bay. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, we mentioned theory earlier, and I just want to quickly say this. Where I want to send all, huh? You're sitting in that room like a bump on a log. 
No, I'm not. I'm moving. It was kind of I'm funny when guys... we saw Rhea there. She was like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble signing, but she's going to do it anyway. Yeah. Who cares? Don't take By the way, here, on, a, on a lighter, on a more serious note, I want to send, on behalf of Thoughts Count Anywhere, all of our thoughts to Theory and his family because he did not appear on Raw this week due to the unexpected passing of his uncle. So his hopefully, uncle. yeah, hopefully everything is okay with the family. So we want to send those thoughts out. All right, The Rock and Vince McMahon named in a lawsuit over the XFL. I missed the story in details. Matt, what was in this story? There was like some kind of insider trading, like the some guy sent like the original owner of XFL some kind of email with like insider information about starting a football league and stuff. And it got to Vince that started the XFL again and that message ended up to the rock once he sold it. So the guy is trying to say it was all like insider information that made the XFL successful. Well, Which, not, not they were successful for like five weeks, and then the pandemic happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were starting exactly. to pick up steam a little bit, but now with The Rock in charge, like owning it and in charge of it, anything The Rock touches turns to gold nowadays. So I'm sure the XFL is going to turn into a thing, and I hope we get – I know Las Vegas has a team. I hope we get the Outlaws back. Those games were fun to go to like back in the day. Well, a lot of things that happened in the original uh, XFL under Vince, people may not realize, still are being utilized today in the NFL. The NFL stole a lot of it. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the high wire camera over yeah. the players that was XFL. The the ready cam or the steady cam, I guess, that you see some of the video guys use on the field when they go running up to a player. That equipment is now being used in the NFL. So there, there's a lot of innovations that are still being used in the NFL. So we'll see what happens moving forward. The Rock's not worried. You know, XFL move forward. I'm sure that that this thing will will flourish nonetheless, like you said, because it seems to be anything Rock touches certainly becomes a winner. Caden Carter and Katana Chance are the new NXT Women Tag Champs, winning a fatal four way. It's about goddamn time they give those two a chance. Yes, I agree, and I think it's time that Toxic Extraction is coming up to the main roster. That's why they didn't win. The Talk about somebody athletic, a ton of chance, whatever they changed her name to. Well, yeah. Ever since like American Ninja Warrior, I always thought she was going to be like a big star and they just had her on the back burners for years. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's about time she gets a time to shine. Brought her out for those few rumbles just to do those coffee spots. Yeah. Uh, yep. Absolutely. So good for her. Now, this is, like you said, and this goes back to what we mentioned earlier. Toxic attraction, Mandy Rose coming up to the main roster. Makes sense to me. Right? If she loses the belt to Zoe, they're definitely going to the main roster. There you go. It It makes sense to me. All right. Because I look for the girls to go into the tag team tournament. Right. And you mentioned that. Absolutely. And it would make sense. I mean, where are they getting eight solid female tag teams to participate in the first place? I agree. I can't even think of eight tag teams in all of them. Right, exactly. Well, once, well, once again, proving how weak the tag team divisions are. Unless they're going to get, unless they're going to move, unannounced, some of the tag team, tag women's tag teams down at NXT, bring them, bring them up unannounced, and give them a chance to go for the gold. Yeah, that could happen. We also got Alexa and Oscar. You could probably put. You have Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Matt, take a drink of water. You sound like you're choking there. 
Now, we've seen, though, pairings of, of wrestlers that you wouldn't expect, i.e., let's go to the men's side years ago. Mick Foley put together, you know, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, and the bar was one of the most successful tag teams for a while. So who knows? Two people could be thrown together and make tag team, and it could be tag team gold in more ways I than thought, one. I thought you were going to say the Rock and Sock connection. Well, that wasn't bad either. <laughs> Not at all. I still think if Sasha and Naomi return, I think this whole like tournament's just a plot to get them back. I agree I with that. I don't disagree with. I just want to see like the finals and they come out and lay out all four of them and be like, "You think you're taking these? Good luck. Come get them from us." You know, I, I don't disagree with you at all. And 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 sometimes things are best left alone and not said. We have a podcast, so we have to say all of it. <laughs> Man, Chief has been, Chief has been talking in code show. today. Plots. I like ratings. Hence the name of the show. Thoughts count anywhere. Well, I'm just giving my thought. That's all. Which is silence okay. is stale. You know, <laughs> we don't, in other words, we don't know their contracts. So, you know, uh, uh, Sasha and Naomi could be re-signed already. We don't know. Um, you know, uh, Stephanie and Triple H may just be holding them back to bring them back at a time. Um, you know, and things like that. I'm glad that they're not told and they're not put out in the dirt sheets. You know, like last night with Kevin and Scarlett coming back. I'm glad none of that was, you know, there was speculation. There was okay. speculation, there was talks, but there was not one piece of information that was like crosses backstage. Exactly. Scarlet's and, backstage, nothing. And that's the way, in my, in my opinion, that's the way those shows should be run. I miss those days. <laughs> I do but, too. But see, you had that in the old school days. You didn't have it. It's because they didn't have social media. Social exactly. media was the... Social media was the pro wrestling illustrated magazines back in the seventies and, and early eighties. By, by George and Napolitano and Phil yep. Ap and Paul uh, uh, Phil Apple. smoke signals yep. from the stadium that says somebody's <laughs> back there. Yeah. It took a while. Yeah. <laughs> by the right, time somebody found out yeah. they were already out and gone. Yeah. Kane Velasquez Talk. pleads not guilty to attempted murder charges. Who was he going after? Wasn't it some? I don't remember the story, but a, I remember. I think it was like a family member. Okay. Or sort of family friend or someone, because it was like his niece or something. There was gotcha. a guy that was molesting his son over and That's over and over again, and the guy got arrested. They let the guy out the next day, and Kane found out. Oh jeez. And the family went to pick this guy up, so Kane followed them on the highway until there was no traffic. And then he, like, hit the car, got out, and went to shoot the guy that was molesting the kid, but he accidentally shot the dad instead. Oh, boy. That's and right. then they got away. If he would have shot the guy that killed his, like, that was molesting his child, right. I don't think anybody would have cared, batted an eye. He would have been found not guilty instantly. Right. But since he shot the wrong guy, he's probably going to do some time. And Wow. Well, it's, it's a it's, shame, I, but the freaking molester is still out. And they're yes, keeping no. him in jail. This makes yes. no sense. No. Absolutely. Totally agree. Last comment before we get ready to go to our middle break here. Kane, also known as Glenn Jacobs, won re-election 
for Knox County Mayor. Thoughts? Good just for, for fun? Just for fun what? <laughs> well, just mentioning that he won. Just I'm something glad, different. I'm, I'm glad to see it happen. He's a, he's a very educated man. Mm -hmm. and, it definitely uh, is. Uh, Knox County is, uh, uh, you know, that's Knoxville. Knox, Knoxville, Tennessee. So I'm glad to see that the, uh, the people uh, have a, a trust in him to reelect him again. Well, he had nothing to do for 20 years well, until Daddy Paul brought him to TV. Everyone always said in, like, backstage interviews, they're like, who's the smartest person in the locker room? Everyone's like, Kane. Don't even yeah. have to think about it. Like, Kane. <laughs> it's Kane. Yeah. That's a, that's, that is, that is yeah. great. And, and I agree. I think it's great that he's involved in his community and has done a great job. That, like you said, Chief, the trust word, very, very important. I want to get your guys' take on uh, the WWE series. Have you guys been watching the biographies and or the rival shows, the rivals? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. I've seen a couple. Uh, did, did you all see the Kurt Angle one yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Chief, how about you? You know I have because we talked that, about it. Yes. Matt, did you catch it? No, I haven't, but I know the story. I, I'm just going to say, and this is what I messaged to, to Chief. You know, one thing that I learned about Angle was how often he actually broke his neck performing in the ring three times in one year while being in the ring for WWE. And I'll tell you what, I'm, he's lucky, and I know he knows it. He mentioned it during the interview. He's lucky to be standing, let alone walking and being able to hold his children. But True. three broken necks in one year. He broke it four times over his career in WWE. Profes Justin. Professional wrestling. And I'm not going to say it again. That Three is, more times. That is a... <laughs> true wrestler not a performer a true wrestler when you step in the ring with a broken neck and you perform you said broken it again freaking neck it's not sports entertainment it's professional wrestling i, I just think twice. it's amazing yeah I, I just think it's amazing what he went through physically to uh, have gone on to the career that he had. And of course, the story of his drug use and getting hooked on the pain meds because of all of those injuries, which he has obviously re turned his life around successfully thus far. He's always got to be careful. And that's, that's part of, of, of his life now. So it was for me, it was a great story because I, you know, I think we all know his story, but I don't know if we all know that much of the story. I certainly didn't. I didn't realize he broke his neck three times in one year. Um, and after one procedure, he was back in like four weeks to, to face Brock, I guess it was at WrestleMania. Yes. Um, that I found really, really unnerving to a degree, but happy, obviously, that nothing worse happened to him in, in injury. Now, the, the show that followed that was, of course, the rival show. And that was, of course, highlighting the rivalry between Brock and Angle, um, which also has some unique dynamic to it. Did you guys catch that one at all? I did not. No. I saw part of that one. I only watched like 10 minutes because I realized it was just old interviews. And I was like, I've already seen all this. I was hoping to see like new interviews of all this stuff. But mm -hmm. I've already seen it all. So I was like, I'm not watching it. Now, the, I think they've done five or four biography shows 
so far. I think it's like an eight-part or seven or eight-part series. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is, is since the first episode, which of course was Undertaker, through Kurt Angle's show last week, viewership has gone down drastically for each of those episodes since. Um, what are you, I mean, you had Undertaker, you had the Bellas, you had uh, Goldberg, um, and now um, Angle. I, I don't know if I'm missing one in between there or not. But each of the episodes have been going down in viewership. So what, what as, a, as a layman, what do you think that means in people's interest in WWE? Or is wrestling now so expansive because of all the different promotions out there that less and less people care about shows like biographies? I'm thinking that like what you, the last part you just said, people really don't care about the biographies. All they, they don't care about the people that they're doing the biographies of. Since Taker got that huge rating, I mean, who really cared about the Bellows, honestly? Ooh, I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just booked it stupidly. You had to put like Undertaker somewhere in like the season finale. Because. 30 years, no one's ever, like, heard anything about him until, like, recently. Yeah. So, obviously, every wrestling fan's going to listen to the Undertaker one. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, like, everybody knows these stories in and out if you're a wrestling fan. But sometimes a different presentation on the same, same info, like you said, Matt. The rival show was nothing but repeat interviews from the past. There wasn't new info or insight. So, yeah, but his biography using Angle was told in a today version yeah. of what happened. And I think that's, I, I'm just surprised. I, I would think biographies being shared by the individuals themselves in this series, Undertaker maybe being separate because of who he is. And of course, WWE had produced that long, um, what's the word I want to say? That long uh, uh, biography that they did behind the scenes leading up to his retirement. But it, it's just, to me, I'm always intrigued by the behind the scenes stuff. The Bellas to me was the one that, I watched it, but of the ones I've seen were was the least entertaining, the least informative of stuff that we that we didn't already know. I agree on I agree on that one. If Vin- they want to pop a rating for the season finale, it has to be Vince or The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That's yeah. very true. By the way, I want to mention Tom uh, Crawford. He mentions uh, something also that came out of that bio is that Angle wrestled the night his sister died of an overdose. Um, and he was given the opportunity by Vince to bow out because he was very close to his sister. His sister had OD'd, got into the drugs uh, because of a marriage. He told him, he told her, move back with mom, get fixed, get healthy, and I'll take care of bills and everything else, et cetera, et cetera. But the night that he wrestled, um, he wrestled the night his sister died. And to me, and dedicated the match to his sister, to me, if that doesn't show respect's not the right word, but but more love for this guy who who wrestled the night his sister died. Brett Favre played Monday Night Football the night his dad passed away and did extreme, you know, there, there's, there's evidence in the past of things like this happening. But to me, Angle, I always respected. I loved watching him, his, his work on the microphone. Just, I, I had much more appreciation for the person outside of the ring after watching his show. That's just me. Well, well put. Well, said. well put. So, all right, we're at the bottom of the hour. We want to thank everybody for commenting in the chat room, Twitter, every place else. But still, with 30 minutes to go, I would love a phone call or two. I want to hear from somebody live on the air sharing your thoughts about today's pro wrestling world. 
You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. Those guys in studio and I will be back right after this. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. left already i can't believe how quickly the show continues yeah. to go you're, well you're we have a lot it. to talk about you're missing it man during time the, flies when you're having fun during the breaks man we're eating crispy cream donuts having great time in here chatting and everything <laughs> when we're off camera which yeah would, would you like okay. me to disc would you like me to disconnect then you're having so much fun without me there in the studio hey scarlet be quiet on the couch she doesn't yeah. know you're here <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had my listen. I had my grandma's chocolate Hub chip caps. cookies this morning. Hubcaps. Hubcaps. Um, yeah, I had my my grandma's chocolate chip cookies in place of my Krispy Kreme donut this morning. Nice. So yeah. Not nearly as good, but I had to have some. Oh yes, just they that are. Tradition. Yes, they no, are. No, no, no. They are. They are good. They're but, fan- I mean, I, hey, man, I I love. Uh, yes. No, they're good. The chocolate chip. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Yeah, yes, the indeed. chocolate chocolate chip are even a little bit better, but. I had to have something to replace my cream-filled Krispy Kreme donut just for tradition's sake. Giggity. Giggity, absolutely. All right. (laughs) Let's move forward. Uh, Let's go to the Sunday event, Ric Flair's last match, supposedly, that that entire card. But let's focus on Flair's match in particular. Gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on it. Let's start with Matt and go around. I was just glad he didn't die, to be quite honest. (laughs) It was a shit show. It was literally just him going through the motions, and I was like, please don't do anything crazy. But, like, watching, like, Brett and Undertaker and Foley in the front row, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It was kind of funny. He did, like, the figure four, and, like, his shoulders were down, too. 
We just ignored that. That wasn't. Everyone just pretends that didn't happen. Yeah, but we pretend that doesn't happen, yeah. Because he was spent. He had nothing left. His gas tank was on, like, super empty. Oh, yeah. How they far into the match did he go empty? Because the match went how long? 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, he wasn't in it. Andrade did most of the work. but Which we expected, though, right? Yeah, that's how it was supposed, it was supposed to go, yeah. Right. You expect Andrade to, to, uh, to take most of the load. But I read it was like maybe a 20 or 22-minute match, I think. I, I may be off on the time. Jarrett went upscale on heel for sure. Got a lot of heat throughout the match, which, again, expected. Um, uh, he, got Flair, a lot of, he got a lot of heat before he even got in the ring. <laughs> that is true. I read that as well. So my, my, my question, obviously, he, he survived it, blood, the whole thing, which we called last week that there was going to be bloodletting somewhere along the line. Um, then a report came out this week, and I think it was shared in our, our bigger group where Scott shared it, that now it's possible – Last match? What last match? Flair and Eldrade maybe doing something in Mexico? Oh, it's in Puerto, uh, Rico. Puerto Rico, but Rick oh, Flair Rico. is just going to manage Andrade. Yeah, just manage. Ah. I think it's going to be Andrade and Roos, and Flair is going to manage them. I saw somebody make a fake flyer. So If he's going to have a second match, it was Flair's last match, too. Ric Flair versus Nick Gage. God, he would, he would <laughs> die Jeez. then. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch that one. That, that would be difficult to, to see. Any other comments regarding that card last week, other than, of course, Flair being the highlight? Anything out of that card that you guys want to touch on? Just the end of the card was just too short. Cross was on it and had a good match. That's all anybody cared about. Just okay. Like, the end of the card was too short. They didn't give anybody time. The, yeah. yeah. Well, how long did the, the Battle Royale uh, – we all picked it, I think, Bully Ray – to win. Boy, were we way off on that last week. Yeah, we uh, were. How long well, did that a, match go? Anybody well, know? It was a pre-show match, so... Probably like, oh, that's... Yeah, it was a pre-show match, so that didn't cut into anybody else's time. That's true. That's a good point. That, that's a good point. Well, Everyone listen, else had like five, ten minutes. Is the that what it was? The one thing that I... The one thing that I came away with the only company that didn't have a match there was WWE. All the yeah, they did. All the, the yeah, vice yeah. president of live events was in the main event. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I just want to mention, Aaron, I know Karrion you can Cross hear me. Karrion was I, in it. <laughs> they, and Karrion Cross was sponsored by MLW. True. Okay. Jeff Jarrett the main event was a Crockett promotion. It wasn't WWE. There was WWE wrestlers there. I, I totally agree with you. But what I'm saying, it would have been perfect yeah. if WWE had sponsored a match. True. Then all the companies would have been there. Well, and WWE I, wanted to go in and film some of that, and they and Crockett Promotions could not uh, come to an agreement. Agreed. Uh, you're totally right. And, and I hope in the future, and, and I mean this with the utmost respect, I hope, and I've said it and I'll keep saying it, I want to see cross promotions. Okay? I think they would make for a hell of pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Just 
And, and in that sense, when you say it, I'm going to say, take my I money. Take my I want to see the cross-promotion, like, pay-per-views, but I also want to see, like, a documentary of the, me- like, booking room. I would watch the shit out of that. Can you imagine what it would be? Just trying to watch Tony Khan and Triple H come up with finishes would be... Hey, oh, my hey, God, that could, would be awful. Could you, could you imagine... No, let's be realistic. Brandy, go ahead and try calling again, please. Could you Sorry, ima- guys. Could you imagine if... Uh, what do I got to do? Huh? Which phone line? Is- you don't have to touch anything. Just don't touch anything. Hello? Hello. Hey, Hello. Good, good morning there, Miss Brandy. How are you today, my dear? I'm here to save the show. <laughs> we're we're I, saved. I, I, thought, I thought we was doing a pretty good job. I don't know. I would try to call and you guys ignore me or something. You well, know. That's be- that was planned. <laughs> Thomas rigged the phone lines. still come in there with my chonkla and beat your ass. <laughs> I saw Thomas messing with the me. phone. He disconnected something. What, what can yeah, we do for did. what can we do for you today? I just want to say that that Flair's last match, that whole card was matrosis. I I wasted two hours of my life. We all wasted Even three Kevin hours. Even Kevin didn't impress me, and that's pretty hard to do. Well, I, I will I will say this to you, politely as I can. <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion. Yes, I, I am. I may nest. I may necessarily not agree with you, but old school uh, wrestling is trash. But I think I think Flair <laughs> should have ended his stuff with John Michaels and left it at that, and not been drunk in the ring and fumbling around like a retard. Now, oh, truth. Wow. Now, how do you wow. now, now? I'm going. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. How do you know he was drunk in the ring? You could tell. Look at how he walked down to the ring. He stumbled down the ramp. Well, that he said in pointless interviews, mm-hmm. he's going to drink every day until the match. That, that again, I will say is your opinion, and you're entitled to it. Okay, I may disagree with you on that. And, and that's and that's why we live in in America because we can have our own opinions. And it's okay. And I respect you for that, and I respect everybody I'm else. I'm glad you respect me for that, because some other marks don't respect people for their opinions uh, and we, have to go and block them. We don't, we don't talk about that on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Okay. Wow. Well, anyway. Wow. That sounds like dirt that needs to be spilled. No, just kidding. <laughs> we talk about everything. Okay. There is no it's not we're talking about it's nothing. Really, it's really not worth it. Exactly. Okay. That, now you got my point, my dear. You got my but point. I'm entitled to my opinion. Absolutely. It doesn't make me hateful or anything. It makes me a wrestling fan. That's, that's, that's right. You absolutely. And you are one of the biggest wrestling fans in the city of Las Vegas. And you have been for years. Brandy, we love you. You know that. I love you guys, too. Thank you, darling. We, we appreciate Thomas, you checking you know, in. Thomas, the next time you... Disconnect my phone. I'm gonna throw my tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll make sure to disconnect it every time then. Hey, I'll wave to you tonight if they put the camera on me. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not Thanks. gonna Thanks. be there. All right, dear. Thanks, Brandy. Okay, Appreciate it. Work. You guys have a great day. You too. Thank you too. Couple hey, of comments. comments. Couple of comments I want to mention in the chat room. Uh, Tom uh, Crawford says, "Love that our local Sin Bodhi was one of the top three marquee entrants in the battle royale. Hell Plus, yeah. I believe he, he played a role in 
that as well as backstage producer, I believe, is what I yeah, heard. Yeah, he was one of the main producers of the show. Too. Yes, he, and, yes, he was. And Crawford also mentions that Tony Schiavone mentioned FSW when Sin Bodhi entered. So, <laughs> yep. you know, FSW cool. got a pop. So a uh, lot of good things were coming out of that as well. All right, let's move on to a couple of quick topics before we get to birthdays. Thomas, you better be ready for birthdays. and You better say everything correctly. Oh, I will. No pressure. Don't worry. All right, no pressure. They're in his handy right. dandy notebook. That's <laughs> that is nowhere to be found. Can, can I uh, can I have a minute? Sure. Uh, I want to say this: the show that was on Sunday, people may not have liked it. People may have thought it was too short. Um. I think overall, the show could have been a lot better. But I will say that the wrestlers that were there um, did the best they could in the amount of time they had. As far as the main event, if you don't know the history of... The Four Horsemen and Ric Flair and Jim Crockett Promotions, then you need to go back and take a look at it and find out the history uh, before you make comments. And that's the check. That's the Chief's second raft today. The Chief over and out. All right, let's hit on a couple of more topics before we turn to birthdays. Cassie Lee, congratulations to her and Sean Spears as they are expecting their first child. They'll probably the child for my thought of bringing the iconics back. There you go. (laughs) Well, Well, isn't the other one doing some filming or something? She's doing movies. Movies, right? Yeah. Isn't isn't Cassie Lee being iconic in a whole different way now, entering motherhood? She's gonna have a little iconic baby. (laughs) There you go. Listen, anything from her would be iconic. But anyway, um, all right. Parker Boudreaux, former NXT talent thought was the second birth child of Brock Lesnar makes his debut on AEW. Thoughts on Parker showing up over there? Let's see when they bring him on, t- on the, actually on Dynamite because he was just on darker Elevation so far. As long as he brings his trusty tr- Thrustbusters with him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that's his team. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. AEW gave an update on the new video game, Matt. Why don't you talk about that if you are familiar with the new AEW game? Some of the graphics looked really cool. It's kind of weird. They put, like, these weird mini games in the game. Like, there's, like, a home run derby in it for some weird reason. That's weird. But they actually have, like, the exploded barbed wire match and a bunch of other cool stuff in it. I want to play it for sure just because I've always – I've been playing wrestling video games since, like, WrestleMania, the arcade game. Wow. So, Very old school right bring there. it on. That is history. That is for sure. Absolutely. So, how does it? How do you think it might compare to the WWE video games that are out? I mean, you've seen it online. You've seen snippets. But will you, what, what's your thoughts on it in comparison to the WWE I think games? it'll be really good because when, like, w, the best WWE games are pretty much smack. SmackDown, just bring it. Here comes the pain. Mm-hmm. 
All the no. ones THQ made. No Mercy. And now THQ is making the AEW game. The graphics channel reminded me of No Mercy. Yeah. Aaron, could you put that message back up? I want to read it because I thought it was starting to get into some quick points. And I'm sorry, I'm getting those messages delayed here in Tucson before I can address them online. But the last uh, tweet that had come up was a message regarding comparing AEW succeeding versus WWE. And I know it's up on the screen there. I just got it from William on Twitter at Coyote4183 says, I'm going to say this. I don't want hashtag AEW to fail as it wouldn't be good for the idea they started on. That said, WWE has showed how to inject new talent into things, make it feel like a big deal, and create buzz without having Triple H come out and announce them like TK does. Interesting point. AEW is only like four years old. They still have a ways to go. WWE is a well-oiled machine. That... But I read something, and I'm sorry I don't remember all the details, something about Dynamite this past week and their, their show – I want to say there was there was a demographic or it slipped so bad that they're concerned about dynamite in one of the key graphics. Do you guys remember seeing that article this past week at all by chance? The, ra uh, the ratings were low, but I think they still did okay in the demos. But people are worried with the Warner Brothers Discovery merger that they're not going to get renewed because Discovery is making all these budget cuts. Uh, they're, they're right. not bringing the Batgirl movie to to life since that's well, they're, halfway they're, done. I am disappointed about that for sure. But it seems like HBO Max, this came out yesterday, like you were just talking about, many of their streaming services are going to be combined into a different different stream sometime next year with Dis Discovery almost being the thrust of it. So if AEW is part of that in any way, shape, or form, who knows? Um, there this was a message. Like the, this sounds like the Time Warner AOL merger all over again. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely right. All right. Gentlemen and ladies and everybody out there in TCA land, you know what time it is. If you are celebrating a birthday today, August birthday 6th to you. through Happy the 12th next week, you are Happy celebrating birthday a birthday with all of these people. So, Thomas, take it away. If you're celebrating a birthday today, August 6th, you are celebrating with Canadian strongman Dino Bravo, the premier athlete Tony Nice, Bram, the boogie-woogie man Jimmy Valiant, and Mrs. Oh, boogie Matt woogie. Hardy, Mrs. Matt Hardy, Reby Sky. If you're celebrating tomorrow, August 7th, you're celebrating with Marty Bell. Monday, August 8th, first day of school, you are celebrating with Rena Sable Marrow, Shayna Baszler, Zach Gibson, Scott Damore, and his lordship, Alfred Hayes. August 9th, Matt's favorite, Alexa Bliss. Giggity. <laughs> August 10th, the big tugster, Tugboat, Sabio Vega, Wade Barrett, Congo Kong, and Nicole Bass. August 11th, the man that called it straight down the middle, Bill Alfonso, and the immortal Hulk Hogan. And next Friday, August 12th, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, Impact's Bala Ball, Shark Boy, and the coach, Jonathan Coachman. Happy birthday to everybody out there. I got to add one birthday, actually two birthdays, to the 10th of August next week, Wednesday. My daughters, Stacy and Alyssa, will be turning 29 on August 10th. So special Happy shout out birthday. birthday to my girls. Absolutely. And to everybody sharing a birthday over the next week. Thomas, not a bad job, but don't quit your day job. Anyway. Wow. Um, Thank you. Wow. <laughs> 
I say I that with I did, all I thought I did really good. I thought I did a great job, but whatever. Well, concerning you don't take notes, I don't know how well you do things anymore. So anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, next topic under the AEW report, I want to touch on Adam Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly turned on the Young Bucks after a beatdown beat Adam Page made the save. What is this going to lead, gentlemen? What do you think? The reformation of the elite and probably the final of the trios tournament at All Out. That was my okay. guess. And I just had my phone pulled up. We got another special birthday. All Tuesday right. is Desert Shark's birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shark. Happy birthday. Very good. That's cool. James on Twitter says, It is so weird watching CM Punk's TNA matches and comparing them to his WWE and AEW matches. James, I would love to know in what way they're different that make, is making them weird, in your opinion. All right, one last item here underneath. AEW looks to be giving WOW, Women of Wrestling, a run for their money, a new TV and streaming show, as they just filed a new trademark for uh, all elite women for use on TV. Now, we're very close to UWW. Here's another show, UWW, WOW, and now AEW. Chief, you're getting your wish, it seems like, all across the board on women promotion shows. He's speechless. I see that. Are you there? I'm watching my boy. Can, uh, answer my, answer my question, TV. though. Can you answer my question, sir? I'm excited. And I think uh, one of them's going to be on Sinclair, Sinclair Broadcasting, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct, though. So, wow uh, show. Oh, Wisdom One. So I am. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, if we have another all women show, there's plenty. You know, again, I'm going to throw it out. I would love to see cross promotions. Okay, there's a lot of great women re- wrestlers. I'd like to see. Uh, uh, Shayna Baszler or, or uh, Ronda Russell, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the lady with the 20 years on AEW. Serena? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I'd love to see that match. Or Britt Baker or, or you know, there, there's good... Qua- uh, let, let me back up. Ser- there's, out of all the women you named, Serena Deeb. <laughs> there's good quality wrestlers both women and men on all the all the uh, territories. <laughs> Serena Deeb's a good wrestler, but she has a personality of a cardboard box. Doesn't make any difference what the personality is. Can she wrestle? It's wrestling. Can she wrestle? That's half of it. Can she wrestle yeah, but, in the ring? But look at Malenko. He, Hell yeah. He didn't have much of the personality, but he got super over with his wrestling. But he also had a voice. Did he he's also have a man, voice for him though over know, the years? He's just busting my balls. That's all. He's trying. He's trying. Dean Malenko also had a you know, the four horsemen. So he wasn't a four he, horseman. He yeah he was. He wasn't. Shut up. Oh sorry. Well, God. It's not 1970. See, he was part of I, the new I got, four horsemen. I got no backing in this studio. <laughs> Hell man. no. With you gone, I got no <laughs> back because this guy in the middle, he's out of here. Gone. Well, you're the one that keeps picking them up. The historian, out. <laughs> yeah, right. Matt, you just brought up a good point. You're the one that keeps picking them up, though. So what? Well, so it's your fault you keep bringing them. It's okay. I just, you know what? Are I, you busting my balls now, Baldy? I, I, I have to from 400 miles Freaking away. I mean, come on. Dome. 
Absolutely. It's a solar panel for a sex machine. Don't yeah, forget that. you wished. You Matt wished. Cordona returns from injury. You're having an earthquake down there. That damn picture behind you looks like it's tilted. Oh, no, no wait a minute. That's your head. Never that mind. That is my head. That's okay, right. It's a lovely checking. head. Matt Cardona returns from injury and will face a mystery opponent at NWA 74. Doesn't he have to win the title back, though, first? You would, you would think, but there's, there's, I guess Corgan's saving it for something. He ain't going to beat what's-his-name. Does that hurt your soul that Matt Cardona was the NWA champion? <laughs> Fucking Cardona. <laughs> Car Cardo you want to talk about an asshole? Cardona's an asshole. To who? You. you. What, the hell did, what the hell did he do to you at Samstown? When the he, marker slipped. It wasn't that big of a deal. my ass. That shit happens with pain markers that all was, the time. That was chicken scratch. And he's like, oh, my bad. Yeah, Not like he was yeah. like, oh, fuck you here. Yeah. And he kept walking, didn't he? Yep. Uh-huh. Kept walking. How about Big Dick Grace? She's a fucking cunt to everybody. I, oh, I wait a minute. And her wow. stupid-ass husband. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about people who are fucking rude. Who cares? Aaron, you got a lot of beeping to catch up that's on. on. That's on the fucking impact, though. So there you go. <laughs> Fuck impact. <laughs> Aaron's finger is going to end up in a splint after this last too. 10 minutes. I'm going to give him carpal tunnel on this fucking episode. <laughs> That's right. A little fucking midget Jonathan Grisham, too, talking about he doesn't like fans. He can go fuck himself. You know, that was funny. I'm going to have to edit out like the hey, last five hey, minutes of this hey, that was that was funny. Yeah, that's not, gonna work. that's not going to work on the upload. Real, I know. Real, real, uh, real deal. He... He... Gave Tony Khan a bunch of shit, right, for the ROH match. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. But yet he Lack showed up. Lack of communication. Up, but yet he showed up Sunday to wrestle. Yeah, and he became the number one contender for the Progress Championship. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, you, so you know, we're, what's, what the hell's his thought pattern, I wonder? His he married Jordan Grace. Do you think it got any better? <laughs> His ego. Got a little, I'm with you on his, that one, Matt. His ego know. got a little too big. Is that that's what happened? He well, he's he, like four feet tall. Well, is that is that? Well, his ego is bigger than than his actual is, size. Is that yes. because he opened a wrestling school down in the land that nobody and, watches and is trying to and is trying to do a uh, a uh, promotion now in Atlanta? I think it's because he carried the old Ring of Honor for so many months that he thought he was he's, he was a big shit, and Tony Khan said. Screw you. He was champion while Ring of Honor was shut down during a pandemic. And he really thought he was the defending champion let the me, entire time because he's a freaking idiot. Do you think Claudio <laughs> Castanoli's a better champion? I mean, let's, let's He's a better champion in two days. Let's, but let's, give the, let's get the devil he's due. Gresham is a good wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler, okay. yeah. You know. Yeah. He, and he actually... Reminds me of Dean Malenko in a lot of ways. I, I agree with you. Yeah, he does. Okay. Remind me of, he but Malenko as well. is Castanoli a better champ? Yeah. We'll see. I, I, I don't think the book is... The book's still I, I open mean, on I think Claudio. I think, uh, I think Gresham's done in ROH, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, Gresham's done with AEW okay. ROH. Yeah, he's done. I'll let, well, stranger things have happened, but yeah, I, he's not going to be back anytime soon. And then he had a Matt. smart idea to open a wrestling company to the same place where the Nightmare Factory is. 
Smart. How, yeah, I wonder how well yeah. that guy's real intelligent. Well, Matt, said like literally you said before, no one ever. Like you said before, if he's not that tall, he's married to Jordan Grace. It doesn't matter, right? True. He makes bad life decision <laughs> after bad life decision. <laughs> All right. On that note, speaking of, of decisions, the NFL season is officially underway with the first summer game. Our Las Vegas Raiders took on uh, the was it the Jaguars? Yeah. Yes. What they played the Hall of Fame game this past Thursday night. They, they played, played Jacksonville. Opened up. Uh, yeah, they played in the Hall of Fame game. Right, they played in the Hall of Fame game this past week up in Canton. I believe the Raiders won, but there was a lot of question around the Raiders players. Um, David Carr didn't play at all, but their running back, Jacobs, people were wondering why he was used so heavy if it was a means to have him basically at the end. Josh McDaniels left a lot of people scratching his heads about one of their first team players playing so much. Did you guys see that at all? No. I saw part of the game, okay. but usually, like, the starters only ever play, like, one one series yeah. of downs or, like, one possession, yep. and then they're done, and then it's on to the people that want to try to get a job or yeah. desperately want to keep their job. Well, I know Trevor Lawrence right, well, didn't play, so. Well, David Carr didn't play at all from what I saw in the box score, and Jacobs, Derek though, they're, 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 I'm sorry, David, uh, Derek Carr Derek, didn't play at all. Derek well, he's got a hurt elbow, so he couldn't play either way. He does? Okay. He's got tendonitis I, in his read. elbow. In his throwing arm, too. I thought that was Stafford. No, it's Carr. Carr and Stafford? Well, they, Probably. I know they better get that fixed. Problems. For the Raiders, they better get that fixed since all the money they spent on Devontae Adams, they better have Carr ready to eliminate any excuses. Well, the, the backup didn't look too bad. He, yeah, he but looked, you're not ready. He, he looked pretty good. Running well, that like, offense, uh, considering that he uh, he has been with the uh, head coach for the last two or three years up in New England, so he kind of knows the system. Just, well, with what just Chiefs background, yeah, uh, background knowledge of you know doing his uh, homework with the football. <laughs> okay, we're we're okay. Carr will be ready to go. Trust me. Okay. Enough said. There you go. Um, so regular season will be starting after Labor Day weekend, I believe. We'll see what goes on with all the teams. Uh, it's way too early to make any predictions because anybody, people are betting on these preseason games too, which I find utterly ridiculous. Uh, but nonetheless, we'll see where everybody shakes out once the real season gets underway. All right, you can, you can bet anything nowadays, so it doesn't matter. Well, sure, sure. They they can even bet on how long our show will continue to be around. If you can bet on WWE, then people are definitely going to bet on preseason. Mid-card, too. In the middle of the card, you see the DraftKings thing about a match or something. I'm like, what the hell is that gonna say. I thought you were going to say mid-cardona. I didn't even think about it. I could have made like 10 grand off that crap. (laughs) On what, mid-cardona? No, we were at freaking Money in the Bank. And... A friend of a friend was backstage, like, working the event. <laughs> and he was like, here's the script. And it had Theory on the bottom in the money in the bank thing. And I was like, Theory's probably going to win that. Well, and then the drafting kings popped up. Well, you, you can't bet on the Mac, on the, of the winners. You can just bet on, like, how long the Mac's going to go, uh, how they're going to win. I never so like prop, If you could have like picked the winner and it was Theory, oh, I would have yeah, been like, yeah, I'm the only one that's picking this. That would be uh, People would be winning like crazy if you bet the winners. Speaking of theory, and real, real quickly before we wrap up, we really didn't talk about this when we went over the card. Theory coming out to 
almost cash in and then get bonks, bonked over the head by Brock with the case, knocks him out for the rest of the show. Why even do that? It was kind of Teasing funny it? that, like... Just to tease it. It was funny that Brock Lesnar f 5 Roman, like, legit, like, seven or eight times, and he kept getting up. Yep. And then he and gives then, it to Theory one time, yeah. and he's dead for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> that killed And Paul theory. Heyman going through the table. He was gone for as well. That was great. So. Paul Heyman did not move no, until no. the end of the match. And he would even SmackDown to sell it. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen, I hear the music playing in the background, yep. which can only mean our time is up for another great week of Thoughts Can Anywhere. I want to thank everybody for watching, tuning in, listening wherever you are, whatever platform you are taking us with you or took us with. We greatly appreciate it. As always, please share our pages, like us on YouTube, just get us out there. We continue to grow each and every week, and we're appreciative of that. Also, a reminder, go to ThoughtsCanAnywhere.com, click on the swag tag, merch tab. I don't even remember. I think store tab. Stop. Plenty of shop, thank you. <laughs> Plenty of merchandise, similar to the shirt that I'm wearing, Matt's wearing, I'm wearing, Matt's wearing. Let's get our word out about Thoughts County where we appreciate it. All right, Chief, well, you're blurry. There you go. Chief's got one on as well. Thomas, you failed me once again. He left anyway, it with his with notebook. That, oh, there you go. All right, let's go around the horn. Matt, final thoughts on the day. Everybody have a good week. TikTok crosses back, thank God. And Triple H, I fucking love you. <laughs> be safe everyone slow down in school don't starting monday have a great week chief elizabeth thank you for the heads up I, we love you be safe and i will turn it over to my man in tucson mr aaron phillips Thank you, sir. Gentlemen, great show this week. As always, it's always fun to be part of our show, no matter where we're from. Next week, I will be linking in from Lake Havasu as I will be down there hosting an event that weekend for a nonprofit. So I will be on the air live again, but this time back in Lake Havasu. For everybody involved with the show, AA Ron, our producer pushing all the buttons, we thank you and everybody out there. As always, be kind to everybody. Why is that? We're all we have. We'll see you next time on Thoughts Count Anywhere.